your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. BGK's All-Stars get shut out. They get skunked, if you will, in Florida. We'll have uh, a look at the rest of the team as they return to practice yesterday in advance of the trip to Nashville. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick. We come to you each and every morning, Monday through Friday, right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. You can find us on Twitter at Lockdown VGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G, and Lockdown Golden Knights on the YouTube the YouTube platform. It's a platform, right? Sure. I, I didn't know where I got the word skunked from, but it's funny okay. you said that. So when um in sports card breaks in my in my business, if you don't get any cards or any hits, it's considered that you skunked in the break. You didn't get anything. So my wife, who does all the packing for the cards, she actually went out and bought skunk stickers to put on packages when someone doesn't get anything. We give them a little like extra something. So it just, you know. <laughs> We're the, the fans are the one that got skunked in the All-Star weekend, not, 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 not the VGK. The fans got skunked. We're brought to you by our new sponsor, FanDuel. Sign up today for FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. Place your first uh, $5 bet. Go win $150 in free bets, win or lose. FanDuel.com, again, slash Lockdown. Okay, so let's get back to this uh, insanity here. Uh, the team is back. They were skating yesterday. They were practicing uh, Chris VGK's three representatives in the All-Star Weekend. Bruce Cassidy, Logan Thompson, and Chandler Stevenson were basically swept. Uh, they didn't win a thing. Well, maybe they got a swag bag. Uh, but the Pacific Division didn't play well. Uh, Cassidy's team there against Pete DeBoer's, uh, the Central All-Stars. Logan Thompson gave up goals to Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon. And whatever that 10D challenge was, whatever kind of, okay. And then uh, Chandler Stevenson doesn't skate well in the fastest skater. But again, uh, at least they had the experience this weekend. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, the positive is they get to go out there and do their thing and be with the best players in the world and be a part of memories for other families that are there. So all that is certainly worth something. And before we get into... um what we call this, uh, what we call this segment in our private text, uh, All Star Suckage. You know, we'll acknowledge the positives <laughs> and everything, and you know, there Suckage. were some fun it's moments skunkage. to watch. There were some interesting things. I thought the the surfboard beach thing was kind of interesting. It had a lot of that potential. Was cool. That was cool. I thought, yeah, it was cool. It had potential. That's the only but thing. I it liked. also kind of fell flat. Some of the boards didn't go down, and I guess there was people walking on the beach and like almost got hit by pucks. Like that was good, the thing we didn't good. see. Could, that's could. what makes it more fun no, yeah i mean that would be the thing if uh, someone's walking down there and they get pegged with a puck that's that, that, that that's good for tv to your point okay at a point why do they do all of these events outside of the arena because no one was in the arena right you know it's supposed to be skills competitions inside and then you're watching everything on a video board not cool there is and they did the same thing last year with the thing on the fountain and uh, the blackjack thing which was the blackjack, blackjack thing was terrible thing. the the found thing was actually somewhat interesting to watch, um, but maybe just because to people in Vegas, it was interesting to watch. The NHL has an opportunity to do a separate show, a, t- a made-for-TV show, where they do the golf thing, which was actually kind of cool. The where they do the okay. surfboard thing, 
where they wherever they are, wherever they are, they're in Toronto next year. So there's plenty of uh, geographical things they can do in Toronto. They can shoot pucks into the Stanley Cup at the Hall of Fame. I don't know. They can do something off the CN Tower for all I care. But point being is they can do something for TV that is a separate show. Like the Pro Bowl used to have a separate version of the Pro Bowl games, like a little skills competition. They recorded last year, I believe, at the Aviator Stadium at the Las Vegas uh, ballpark. They did, yeah. Um, and then, and then they this year the... from Raiders HQ, they did the same thing with all those yeah, exactly competitions. Like that's... But you're in attendance uh, at Allegiant Stadium, and you're watching a lot of these highlights on video board. Exactly. No, it's it's terrible, and I just don't understand it. And the production, I mean, that's the first thing I'm going to start with. Like, it was just not. It was not crisp. There was times like the announcer, whoever, like uh, PK Subban, he's Subban. waiting like the cameras on him. He's waiting for someone to cue him. <laughs> and you hear this happening time and time out with everything. I love those train wrecks when they happen too. It was, it was a train wreck, but it was train wreck. It was a train wreck on a Midwest highway with black ice where the cars, <laughs> where the trains keep piling. Bad, no, no, no. With bad ice, with bad ice, bad ice, bad ice. Kale McCart just shot the lights out though at those surfboards okay yeah. he showed me something there and then uh we saw andre shesterkin and shesterkin is shooting with a goalie stick to try to knock down those surfboards that was the most entertaining i think to me uh but let's get back chandler stevenson doesn't fire uh he, i have great concerns great concerns about starting logan thompson out of the shoot uh, coming back in Nashville, I he might he might have hit that ceiling and he might just be dunzo for a few days. Shut him down. I wouldn't even have him report back here for a couple of days uh, with the team. Personally, I don't mind before you get too deep into the ring schedule. I would not mind him not going on Tuesday against Nashville. I think that's actually a very reasonable and nothing against Logan. Just it's time to reset and. You know, he's been in South Florida, you know, doing the beach thing for a while. And and not that he's the only one, to be completely fair. I mean, you know, you had other people down in Hawaii during the All-Star break and and wherever it may have you. So, you know, he's not the only one that's not coming back, you know, with a, with a tan, I guess, maybe is the best way to say that. So that said, yes, his mindset might be a little bit different since he was in the All-Star game. And even though you're it's not work, it's still work doing all the stuff that you have to do. You got to do appearances and you know, all the different media functions you got to do down there. So it would not be a bad idea when he gets back to have him not start the first game, have him watch, you know, and sit on the bench and get a couple of good practices in him. And then Thursday, you know, fire him back up and then we go from there. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. So is there some sort of a rule? Why? Because Bruce Cassidy would have crawled back to Las Vegas to be with his team uh, at their first practice back on Sunday. Is there some sort of a rule on why he can't be back and go back, spring back into action? I mean, literally they practiced, um, you know, they were on the ice 24 hours afterwards. Uh, I would assume there could be a rule, honestly, because I think all, because I I read uh, the Colorado beat report for whatever reason, same thing. All their people didn't report back and things like that. It's, it's a lot to ask. And, Let's be frank, you know, that Saturday night's probably a party night for these guys, too, you know, and uh, yeah. And so uh, I'm just curious, do they just reconnect with the team in Nashville uh, rather than coming all the way back to Las Vegas? Or they fly to Vegas? Well, that could happen. I mean, Nashville. That, I mean, it depends on when the team flew out. So um, I'm assuming for Nashville, they're, they're flying uh, out Monday. They, they practice because, right, yeah, they're morning. the pra- we got the thing we have to report. They're they're yeah, they're practicing they practice Tuesday this in morning. Nashville, so they're flying. They practice this morning and then they head out today. They're flying out today. Um, no, because I think I think Bruce and LT will, will, will be at practice today and everything, I would assume. 
Mm. Um, so just, just another thing like that got me about the all-star game here. Let's see. Uh, and again, I don't mind Chandler Stevenson and LT's performances. I take nothing away. Anyone that is like commenting, Oh, you know, they shouldn't have been there. Just stop it. Just, just stop it. Who cares? It's the all-star game. No, no one cares less than the 40 or so representatives on the ice. Okay. No one cares less than the players that were on the ice, but I don't know if you caught, um, I, I was tweeting this between the games on uh, Saturday, they had um, Mark Messier, Chris Chelios, and all those guys. And they had like this tiki bar set up behind them. And they're literally back there. Like this guy's back there. Like he's waiting for the queue. He's making fake drinks and stuff. Just like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, I would just love to be in one of these meetings where they're sitting aside. Hey, let's have the guys come out in a photo booth that shows they're, they're heading four different places. That's going to be good for ratings. And then let's put up a tiki bar while they're talking. This is going to be good. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, VGK should have played like one more game before the break, right? Because then they could come back on this side a little bit later because a lot of teams are not going to be in action right after the All-Star break. To me, just again, it, we know the All-Star break and all of that and what it does, obviously, for players in the league. And, but for VGK, I thought that it would be a good time to take a break. However... Now I just think there's a lot of distractions around it uh, for this organization. I, I, I truly do. Uh, and then did we know where a lot of the players went? I posted the one photo. Uh, who was it? Ben Hutton got engaged in Hawaii. Do we know where everyone went? I thought I, thought I saw in that same photo, with, not that same photo, but another photo with uh, Hutton had Amadio. Who else was other it? players in Hawaii with? Yeah, him. there was there was two other players down in Hawaii. It was Amadio and two others. I forgot who it was. And it was Oscar I'm, Dansk there photobombing people? Right. Yeah. He's probably at the HL All Star game. I don't know. I mean, Tony, yeah. you, you follow all their wives, so you, you tell me you don't know where they are. Yeah, this is true. Well, a lot of them had to be anchored at home, you know, and just hanging out. I think and doing some chores, probably. I mean, listen, it's Vegas. You know, there's still plenty to do here in Vegas, so they don't need to go out to other places to have a good time. Yeah, I would definitely head for the beach, though. That was pretty cool. And hopefully they get back to business now because this is going to be an excruciating next uh, 31 games for this franchise. We'll get into the schedule, but they can't go. Well, they can't go 500. They can't, they can't go afford to be a game over or game under 500. Oh. That mark. We'll talk about that. Uh, coming up next is Mark Stone, the heartbeat of this VGK team. And why are they still relying on him, even though? He's on the shelf. We'll get into that when we return right here. Did I say that right? On Lockdown Golden Knights. Our next partner has a product that we literally use each and every day, and it's Athletic Greens. Started using it because we don't have the time to get a breakfast in in the morning, and eggs are too expensive, let's face it. So now we've been using this for the past few months, and really it, you have to like it because it's super healthy. It's not that uh, – kind of chalky taste it's mild it's tropical and you actually look forward to taking it each morning and it has everything one delicious scoop and you get all of these vitamins and minerals and superfoods and all of that and it's lifestyle friendly and it definitely fits into any dietary needs that you have it's uh, important to take those multivitamins each and every morning and uh, tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and so it is important to take one with high quality ingredients. It costs less than $3 a day, which is really good. It is affordable and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And there's a lot of testimonials. If you just Google it, you can find a lot more. 
and they donate to organizations to help to get nutritious foods into the um, hands and mouths, I should say, of a lot of uh, kids here in America. That's a big, big issue. And right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with uh, convenient daily nutrition. And it, again, fits into your dietary needs. And it's a great time to take it, especially with the flu bug going around. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. We come to you each and every day from Las Vegas. We appreciate you. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day as well. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel. And that is Lockdown Golden Knights. So uh, we've got big ups to Cassie, right? So Cassie Lover 1013, give her a shout out here. Uh, just talking about a uh, nice tweet. Um, again, talking about the importance of Mark Stone. But, hey, it shouldn't stop there. Uh, what are they going to do? She says, just fold up without him. Yeah, I mean, finally, and this is, again, Cass's tweet. Finally, someone who thinks like I do, the Stone is a heartbeat line was getting a tad overused. If Stone can't play again, I'm not saying or wishing that. We understand. Does that mean Vegas just folds up? Uh, the answer is no. So, first of all, this is the easiest perspective to have. This is the easiest take. If Mark Stone is the only reason this team goes from being a perennial Stanley Cup contender, which in the start of the season, we all thought that possibility existed. Now that Mark Stone is gone, we're not. Like, we're not even a playoff team. Mark Stone is good, but he is not by any means that important as far as knocking the team out of playoff contention. And again, we're not dissing Mark Stone. We're not saying anything negative about Mark Stone. He was having a fine season. He does many things that are not measurable with the back check, the leadership, and everything. But if one person goes down, Mark Stone, Jack Eichel, Logan Thompson, just a few of the most important, the show must go on. And the perspective now is Mark Stone only for pockets has been healthy for the last two seasons and smaller pockets when he's been fully healthy, where me and Tony aren't texting each other. Hey, Stone looks a bit off tonight. What's up? You know, so now Vegas has a chance to improve via trade, via something for a player who can give us a higher return that may have better health and click with this team for the last, you know, 28, 27 games, whenever McCrimmon pulls the trigger for Tarasenko or Patrick Kane or, you know, whoever else it may be. So I don't think Mark Stone going down is the worst thing that's going to happen for this team. I don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to believe it's Tarasenko for some reason. I'm just reading a lot of like newspaper stories and just going perusing through social media and everything. Else. That's newspaper? newspaper stories. Yeah, yeah newspapers. No yes. <laughs> links, newspaper links, <laughs> stories. Linked I miss reading. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I miss actually sitting down with coffee and uh, going through the Chicago Sun-Times and Tribune and Daily Herald reading the sports section. I'm not going to lie. I, no. I enjoyed that growing up. Times are different, that, though, now. That's a two-hour process in the morning, though. We don't it have time It is. That. No, that's fair, Tony. It, it is a lot longer to do that. Why can't VGK or this entire organization 
score goals. Okay. So VGK can't score. The Henderson Silver Knights can't score. Uh, Bournemouth cannot score goals. Like I said, what's going on? You know, what are the Ghost Pirates doing? I haven't looked in a while. Are they scoring? I haven't. Well, that's a great point. I missed out on them. I was more concerned, worried about the vineyards. And maybe I I don't think the Ghost Pirates are doing the same. um systems if you will and you know i'm glad you mentioned that because after friday's game against the colorado eagles which was fight night in henderson three fights just it was it was a night of brawls and saturday there was some anger carry over too. just the the refs let everything go and basically it was a very interesting strategy that the refs did because people were getting crushed behind the play there were so many times like wow how they not like at least take them both and like i get the strategy because you do that it actually sometimes lessens as weird as it sounds, it actually slows people down in their process when they think about hitting someone because they know they're going to get hit back. Instead of getting that penalty, when you know you might get punched in the mouth and the ref's not going to care, you think twice about doing something. But um, Vivro said after the game on Friday, they're not getting to the interior areas. Where have we heard this before? Where have we heard this before? Now, to Vivro's credit, to the Silver Knights' credit, Saturday's game, that was the one thing I was watching for the entire time. Uh, they um, uh, Ren Paul scores going across the middle on a deflection. And there were so many more players right in front of that goalie. They were doing a good job getting the puck to the dirty area. So they made a big improvement night overnight. Uh, they lost 3-2 via shootout. So it was a good game. It was fine. And Colorado is one of the upper-ranked teams. And well, so Henderson is not. They're like 29th or something like that, unfortunately. But, you know, it was actually a decent weekend for, for, for Henderson. Just couldn't get a lot of pucks in the net, though. Yeah. So you went to two games? No, it was just Saturday's game. Just Saturday's okay, game. Okay, you went to Saturday's game, and then you also had time to play street hockey, and you're standing up too much. Okay, I just want to talk technique here, if I can. Uh, when they talk about LT, little Chris just, man, he just did that circle move. The celly was the best part of that video that you put out there. So yeah, he's uh, he he has a knack for scoring goals. He gets he gets excited. So listen, on my inline skates, it's it's the inline skates. I'm nervous out there. I got no padding on. My inline skates don't have good ankle support compared to my ice skates. On the ice skates, I get my butt low to the ice, and I'm I'm pretty I'm okay on the ice. But uh, on the inline skates, it's been a long time. I actually said to myself on uh, on Sunday when I was out there on Saturday, pardon me, I said, "Wow, I used to wear these five six hours at a time roughing games. I don't know how I used to do it. I'm not gonna lie. Those skates are terrible. They're terrible." So VGK is going to get healthier. Zach Whitecloud back. Oh yeah, he's 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 coming back tomorrow. There's no there's no doubt in my mind he's going to be in uh, playing on Tuesday nights. And that's this is the first time now our defense is going to be fully healthy, right? I mean, it's been months since the entire defense has been out there together. And honestly, I think it's on the defense to carry this team for a little while while they figure out how to score a goal, while they figure out how to get to the interior areas, while. McCrimmon is uh, spinning those dials on, you know, whatever this trade's going to be. The defense needs to carry, and, and the defense needs to carry any team, not just BGK, but, you know, defense win championships, right? We have a defense on paper, at least, that can. You know, Alec Martinez, we agree, and Braden McNabb maybe are a, little, are a little on the wrong side of their career right now, unfortunately, but they can still rise up, I think, and be serviceable depending on what McCrimmon's plans are for one and or both of those players. Well, they're going to have to score. They're going to have to score goals, too. They have to play defense. You can't rely on every game winning two to one. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, your defensemen, your blue liners have to score goals because no one Ah, uh, Yes, hits. that's where you're going. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, we'll take a look at the remainder of this schedule. And is it in favor of VGK or not? 
uh, as the Golden Knights hit the road as they go to Nashville to get things underway for the final 31 games. Back with more after this on Locked On Golden Knights. We've got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they are the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you are new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have uh, so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets, and that's guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets, from the money line to the point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine all of your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. And it's on the app. It's very safe. It's easy, super easy to use. So, football fans, please don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet. Get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick here from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. And again, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. So, Chris, 31 games remaining for VGK. And uh, it's time for them to really step up here um, as they head into this scheduled post-All-Star game. Uh, They have their next home game here, Super Bowl Sunday against the Ducks. Uh, This week, we're going to do a promotion, right, to give away tickets. Is that correct still? Yeah, we got to figure something out. We had um, a couple tickets that are actually really good lower bowl tickets donated for Sunday's game versus the Ducks. I think nice. I'm going to be doing media for that game. Okay. So maybe we'll figure something out where you can connect during the game, do some in-game reporting and stuff like that. Oh, and that would uh, be fun. Yeah, we're going to figure something out. We're going to figure something out for that. So um, Okay, stay yeah. with us here this week because Chris has got something up. His some tied to YouTube. Yeah, I got some more YouTube scribes. Um, scribes. Subs scribes. Or scribes. Okay. Ring the so, bell. Uh, Ring the bell. So we've got uh, again the next time VGK. So they'll play these two games. They travel to Nashville. They travel to uh, Minnesota. Uh, two tough games, uh, I think, to come act, uh, back and out of the shoot here, as we said. And then they come home, and the next time they're at home here, they will play five of six games at home. Why? Because the NHL is rigged. So. Tell us what your thoughts are about this team uh, during this final 31-game stretch. Do they have enough in the tank here to make it? I think if they lose this first game, that and I don't want to put all the emphasis on one game, but we could tell the demeanor of the team. If they go down with that first goal, right, early in the game, if they're not skating with a buzz because they should be fresh and refreshed, we can tell a lot about this team, I think with or without another piece or another part uh, to this arsenal? There's a few things happening right now. And the first one is the timing of a trade. If McCrimmon waits, why does he wait? Do we wait to see if the team, if they really feel McCrimmon and McPhee fully, where we are really one player away from making a run to the Stanley Cup? If they wait to make a deal, they might not be sold that we are at that point yet. Because if, let's face it, if these next nine games in February, if the team doesn't do well, all of a sudden they might sell, Tony. This team could sell. And I think the players here fully understand. You asked what my 
uh, perspective of the team is right now. And veterans, veterans who know what is at stake if they fail, starting with Jonathan Marcheseau. If this team fails, doesn't make the playoffs, you think Marcheseau is going to be around for it? I don't think so. I think he's a great trade piece for someone else uh, as the trade deadline would come. And there's other players as well. I don't think Riley Smith gets traded. He, he's on both of our untouchables list, I think. But that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Chandler Stevenson is a great buy low, sell high candidate on the VGK side. They've uh, invested, you know, they've they've got their ROI on him. You could do really well. So there are players that fully understand what happens if a veteran team that is supposed to make at least a deep playoff run fails to make the playoffs. And I think that's going to drive a lot of motivation by itself right there. So you think uh, it'll be the first nine games is your barometer where you would yes. do a check-in with this team? And during that span, again, they'll be playing uh, those five of six games at home. Uh, they'll play the the two uh, games that they have currently coming up on the road, and that's where they're going to begin. A difficult stretch to me is where they play five games in, in a row on the road. They still have not done that Florida trip, uh, save, of course, uh, Logan Thompson, Chandler Stevenson, <laughs> of course, Bruce Cassidy. They did the Florida trip, but in any event, it'll be like the Canes, it'll be Tampa, it'll be Florida, and that's a, a really tough, difficult trip, uh, I think, coming up ahead for VGK as well. Yeah, no, I see. I mean, Florida, Tampa, you know, that's that's tough. Then you got Carolina in there, and then St. Louis and Philly. Who knows what the VGK is going to do there? And, like, looking at the schedule, it doesn't seem that bad. The last April is is freaking stacked up with a lot of games in a short period of time. Uh, the home and home against Seattle could determine the division. Who knows? Like, who knows how that's going to shake out? But otherwise, the schedule doesn't seem that bad. I mean, we, we start okay out of the shoot, right? Uh, Nashville, Minnesota, two full calendar days off. Anaheim, three full calendar days off. Home, San Jose, Tampa, uh, out to Chicago for, for, for a quick in and out. Back home against Cal, Gary, and Dallas. On the road to Colorado, home Carolina. Like, there's really not – was it just one true road trip left? There's one yeah. – there, there's yeah, a Florida the trip, big, the Vancouver, yeah. the, the Canada trip. Those yeah, are the, the only, quote-unquote, road trips this team has left. But the first nine games are key, right? right. If they win three games, they're going to sell. They Who's will sell. Who's in that nine-game stretch? Three, Who's in that stretch, the first nine games? The initial nine-game yeah. stretch, and it's not it's not bad. I mean, there's – there's a path to six victories if the team can just figure out how to score more more than uh, two they goals. Need to, they need to win six. That's so road games: number. Nashville, Minnesota, Chicago, okay. Colorado, and Colorado is a shadow of itself right now. Well, they're Home coming games. back. They're coming. Anaheim, back. yeah. Anaheim, San Jose, Tampa, <laughs> yeah, Florida, and the Canes, right? Okay, Calgary, Dallas. Those are the home games. So you got to find a way in the next nine games to get six victories. That's it. Six uh-huh. victories in these next nine games. And then we go from there. You get five victories, fine, whatever. You get four or less, that's trouble. And so they have to, for them to make the playoffs out of those 31 games, okay, I'll let you get your little drink of water in there. Uh, for them to make it into the playoffs, okay, how many wins out of the next 31 games do you think they're going to have to have? But <clears throat> points is probably the perspective here, right? Okay, so, we could go points. That's a good way to look so at it. So 62 points, what, 95 points. That's about the number, right? That was the number, yeah. So let's, I mean, 95 puts us in WC1-2 territory also. So 62, it means you need 30, 33 points or so. You got to get, call it, you know, 
14 victories and, you know, four or five overtime losses. That's, that's really the path right there to get us in that mid nineties. But honestly, a hundred to 103 points needs to be the mindset of the VGK right now, 38 points, 31 games, do the math. You're talking, uh, you know, you're talking about, I mean, if this team can win 20, 20 of the last 31 games, that's that's remarkable, right? You know, that would put them right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That puts them in at, at least in probably second place in, in the division, maybe third, depending on on what happens. You know, if Seattle's going to get there, if Edmonton's going to show their show their face, who knows? But 100 points, that's the number. Find a way, you know, otherwise it's going to get ugly here in Vegas next season. Team to watch in the Pacific Division post All-Star break. Which team do you think is going to take a step up? Edmonton. And I think. I think it's Edmonton too. Definitely. What are, you, what are your thoughts about Edmonton? I, I think they win the division ultimately. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he needs to take a timeout. You know what? We can wrap up this segment here. A little, yeah. Uh, we've both been fighting little minor colds here, and of course, Chris. Double minor, not off. minor. Double minor. Okay, double minor, and Chris is fighting off uh, his son. Attacking the net. There you go. No, really fast. Edmonton, they're they're going to step <laughs> okay, up. Welcome right now. back. They've had their their acquisition in Evander Kane right now, so to speak. Right. Edmonton, watch outs. Edmonton, if their goaltending can hold up. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They'll win seven, six games. So, all right. In the playoffs, uh, it matters. Right now, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not matter. And again, a lot happening with the VGK. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. We've got the preview of the Nashville game and much, much more coming your way. We'd like to thank everyone for making us your first listen each and every day. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Please keep all those comments coming and follow at TD Chris G because he's got a wealth of knowledge in hockey and, of course, with his VGK team. And he's on the inside as well, the underbelly of the VGK. And again, uh, make, make sure as well that you check out our YouTube channel. And that's Locked On Golden Knights. It's on the YouTube platform, I said earlier. From a man, Chris Golick, Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. See you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.